You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals, which will be where all my Royals takes are at on Locked On Royals on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to the show. It's the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals. So be sure to tune in on today's show. We're going to be going over the latest Royals roster moves, hand out some preseason awards for both the Royals and the entire scope of Major League Baseball. Let's start, though, with the roster moves. The first roster move of the day that came out yesterday on Sunday was that the Royals have selected the contract of Wade Davis. Wade Davis has looked incredible in spring. He's looking back to his vintage self, as close to it as he can look. And this was very, very very expected. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. The Wade Davis contract news is no big deal. We all knew he'd be in the bullpen. He's going to be in the bullpen, and he's going to contribute. After the game on Sunday, the game that featured the possible opening day lineup, or I mean, it was as close to the regular lineup you're going to get, if it is not already the regular day lineup. After that game the Royals announced that they are sending down Nicky Lopez. They've optioned him to AAA, which doesn't even start for another month. And what they're using as the reasoning is because obviously he's not hitting and has never hit worth anything. But the big deal is the fact that they need to rework his swing. That's automatically a red flag in terms of if we're ever going to see Nicky Lopez in Major League Baseball again, at least for this year. Uh, That answer would be, I'd, I'd say no. I'd be shocked if he gets called up. And the reason why is because to rework a swing, you need a lot of time to do that. And if you were spending the entire offseason the way that Nicky Lopez should have been and reworking your swing, reworking your mechanics, trying to figure out how to hit the baseball, and you come into spring training and you can't hit the baseball against anybody, and you're batting 100 and you're getting at-bats taken away from you, then it tells me that you have to go back to the drawing board and just redo everything. Like figure out everything from square one. Now, Nicky Lopez is a really hard worker and he's a really good guy and all that fluff, right? We, we, we don't need to continue to go over how great of a guy he is. It's not about the individual Nicky Lopez, it's about the baseball player Nicky Lopez. And the bottom line is he's a great defender that can't hit and has never been able to hit and will likely never be able to hit. And whenever you get sent down after spending the whole offseason working on something, to go rework on something, that sets you back tremendously to the point where I'm not sure if Nicky Lopez will ever be an everyday player again. Now, he certainly has the glove to be an everyday player, but it's the same scenario with Michael A. Taylor where if you're an elite defender, but you're horrendous, but you're horrendous at the plate, that levels you out to at best a below average player where Michael A. Taylor comes into spring training and he's hitting the cover off the ball. He's, he's playing really well at the plate. 
especially for his standards. Now, I'm still not bought in to, to all of a sudden that Michael A. Taylor would be a good hitter, uh, but he's at least done enough to, to, to prove to the Royals that he should be the starting center fielder. And the Royals wanted in every way to hand this job over to Nicky Lopez. But whenever you're so bad, there's just no way that in good faith they can do that. And that should really put into perspective how bad Nicky Lopez was. If you're just now tuning back in to start the regular season and you didn't pay attention to spring training at all, that's how bad he was. The Royals from day one has, have said that their lineup is set, their roster is set, and there's not much changing to go on with it. And, and we all kind of agreed to that fact that Nicky Lopez would be the starting second baseman and you'd have Nicky Lopez, you'd have Michael A. Taylor. Those are your black holes in your lineup. You should have work around that. And, and they tried to force feed Nicky Lopez this job and he could not take it. He, he could not take the job. And if you follow this team for a long time, you know how unbelievably rare it is that this team does not deal in emotions and it deals in baseball. The emotion standpoint of this would just be to hand Nicky Lopez the job, say, oh, here you go, Nicky. I know that you're going to work through this. I know you're going to work this out. I, I know how good of a guy you are and how hardworking you are. And so I'm sure that, that you'll figure this all out. That's what the old Royals would do. But this new regime, which of course State Moore is still here, but this new ownership group and Mike Matheny, this is something different that we've never seen before. Where a guy that they have told us since day one they want to hand the job to doesn't perform well, and then they really do not hand him the job. They, they go another direction from Nicky Lopez. That's a great sign for the future, and this is one of those win-now moves. This is one of those moves where whenever they tell you they want to make the playoffs this year, and they tell you they want to compete this year, this move solidifies that. Now, are they going to be good enough to? I don't know. I think that they're going to be like an 81 ball club and finish about five games out. But once you're in that 80 win range, you're a couple bounces here or there in every single game to being a playoff team. And to get to that point, though, you have to stop dealing with development and dealing with emotions and deal with what we do know about every individual player. And what we know about every individual player for Nicky Lopez is that he can't hit and he's never hit. And he probably will ne will never hit Major League Pitching. Now he'll go down and he'll work hard. I have no doubt about him working hard. But some guys just can't do it. And I don't think Nicky Lopez can do it. And whenever you send him down and you need him to work on what he's been working on for six months and redo all of that, it does not spell well for Nicky Lopez who will find himself in a position where he is just log jammed out of this organization. Because... If you believe in Alberto Mondesi, who's been phenomenal this spring, and it was amazing in September, and he carried that September into spring training. Granted, spring training numbers do not mean a lot, but we are seeing the same thing we saw in September and spring this year for Mondesi. If you believe in Mondesi's turnaround, and you believe that Hunter Dozier's the, the guy that can be a borderline all-star, and you believe in Bobby Witt Jr., we're running out of room for Nicky Lopez in that infield. You can move Dozier back to right field, and if you do that, you need to bring Witt into second, which will play this year at second base, and then you'll put Bobby at third. You don't have room anymore for Nicky Lopez. Nicky Lopez, this was his year. This was his spring training. It was all going to be handed to him. They were going to hand him this job on a silver platter, and he could not take it. He could not take it. And if you followed this team for a long time, you know how rare that that is, to where they'll, they'll go back on what they want to do, and they will not play the emotional side of this game. This move solidifies that this team wants to win. It does not solidify this team is good enough to win, but it solidifies that they want to win, and they want to put their best foot forward. And if that means calling back up Kyle Isbell after reassigning him and putting him on the opening day roster, so be it. They're going to do it. 
And, and no matter what happens, if it's Kyle Isbell playing right field and, and Witt at second, if it's Dozier and right and Alberto at third, Mondesi at short, Witt at second, no, no matter what the combination is, any combination without Nicky Lopez is a better lineup than the, than the lineup with Nicky Lopez. And the defensive drop-off is not that big. It's just not. Uh, the Royals have often overvalued defense. It's not that big. It's not going to lose you games. What will lose you games is having Nicky Lopez at the plate, not not having Nicky Lopez in the field, right? So this is a great move for Kansas City. It's a step forward. It's a step in the right direction. And this can let you believe in this organization even more. The organization's done a lot of good stuff. I mean, they've done a lot of good stuff this season, this offseason, signing the guys that they've signed, paying the minor leaguers, everything. They've gotten a, a, a huge round of support from this fan base. But nothing is bigger than what they're doing right here. Seemingly, and they're not going to say that they are, but seemingly giving up on Nicky Lopez because you're going to move on. You're going to call up Bobby Wood Jr. this year. You're going to move on from him. You're going to keep giving Mondesi the job, and you're going to run out of real estate for, for finding a spot for Nicky Lopez. Cutting your losses here with Nicky Lopez is amazing. It's amazing for this organization, and it's something I never thought that I'd see, this, this organization operating more so cutthroat and more so uh, based on talent, not based on individual stories. This is a winning move. And I do think that we see Kyle Lisbell in right field at the start of the year, and he'll be on the opening day roster. And, and you will get that young, talented prospect in Kansas City. As today marks the final spring training game and Isbell starting with all the other regulars, and you kind of don't want to mess with anything as we're getting this close to the, to the real season on Thursday. This move, more so than signing Carlos Santana, than trading for Andrew Benatendi, than signing Mike Miner, more so than any of that, this move should make you feel amazing as a fan and give you confidence in the future. Give you confidence that since they've been telling us for five years now that they want to win in 2022 and that 2022 is their championship year, that they'll do whatever it takes. They'll send down, they'll call up, they'll do whatever it takes to be good next year and, and championship good next year because they're going to be good this year. They're going to be 81 good this year. And how far can that take you? And it, and it is relying a lot of bounce back guys, but how far can that take you? We'll find out. But coming up, Let's hand out some preseason Royals awards and MLB awards. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sport action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, the scores, the odds. It's the best way to place your bets since it's free to sign up. So head over to the website or even use your mobile device and sign up today on BetOnline.ag using our promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you go to BetOnline.ag and you use our promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. Go there right now. Baseball is right around the corner on Thursday. So bet on every team's over-under, division winners, award winners, World Series winners. Everything you want to bet on is available for you at betonline.ag. And on Thursday, bet on the Royals to beat the Rangers. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. I want to tell you about our good friends over at the Locked On Today podcast. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, they're diving into the latest stories and biggest news around sports in less time with the new Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast anywhere you get your podcast from. I want to dive into now the Royals Awards. Who's going to take home these Royals Awards at the end of the year? We're going to look back on this 
after the year and see where I was right, where I was wrong, and all of that good stuff. Let's start with the Cy Young Award for the Kansas City Royals. I have, of course, Brady Singer, who I think will get actual Cy Young votes. So, of course, he'll be the Royals' Cy Young winner. I think Singer's in line for an amazing, amazing season, and I cannot wait to watch how it all unfolds. The MVP of this team, of course, will be Whit Merrifield, an elite hitter that can play all over the diamond. He'll be the MVP of this team. The Gold Glove Award winner. Here's where things start to get interesting. I think that Kyle Isbell will make this team. I think that Kyle Isbell will be the starting right fielder. And I think that he will make some highlight grabs out in that outfield. It's so much room to roam at Kauffman Stadium to where he will be this eye-popping defender that gets gold glove for the Kansas City Royals. Let's move on now to the Steal Your Heart Award. What player will burst onto the scene this year? And you just cannot wait to watch them whenever they play. And what player will you look back on and just think better of or even think of, period, than you do right now? And that's Jake Brent's. He's pitched nine innings in surprise, 13 strikeouts. Jake Brintz has a stuff to be a really effective bullpen arm, and I think that he can be one of those bullpen arms that, you know, midway through the year after he's kind of proven it against big league competition, people are clamoring for him to get a bigger role in that bullpen, and people are really taking a liking to Jake Brintz out of that bullpen. The Rookie of the Year, of course, has to be Bobby Witt Jr., because I do think that he'll win the Rookie of the Year for all of baseball. This might not happen if they don't call him up, obviously, like late April or early May, the way I think that they will. But but Bobby Witt Jr., uh, if he does play and plays enough, he'll be the Rookie of the Year for the Kansas City Royals. Now, this one is where we start to get polarizing. The Keila Kahui Award winner. Who will be the absolute worst player on this team? Who will get the biggest scoff from fans? Who will fans want to get out of the lineup more than anyone? I think it'll be Michael A. Taylor, and I know that he's not performing bad in surprise. He's hitting very well in spring training for his reputation, his standard, but I don't think that that carries over to Major League Pitching day in and day out. I think that here by June, people will want Michael A. Taylor out of the lineup and just out of this organization as a whole. I do not think that they're going to like Michael A. Taylor at all. The comeback player of the year, Hunter Dozier will be awesome this year. Hunter Dozier will make a run for the MVP of this Royals team. He'll be really, really good after bouncing back from that COVID season. So he will win the bounce back comeback player of the year. And now it's time for the hit leaders and the stat leaders. Let's start with the hit leaders. I think that Whit Merrifield, of course, wins the hit leader. I think he'll win the batting title. I think he'll be really good at the plate and he'll have the most hits on this team. The home run leader, I'm going to go with Jorge Soler. I think that Soler has a bounce back year at the plate in terms of the power numbers and can clobber some home runs at Coffin Stadium with the protection in this lineup. I like Jorge Soler in this specific lineup, and I think that he'll lead the team in home runs. The wins leader. Now, here's the thing with the wins leader. It's different than the Cy Young. I'm going with Brad Keller. I think that Brad Keller will have a longer leash, and so he'll for sure be getting through five, six, seven innings, and I think that he's more controllable where I think that he'll give up about two or three runs a game to where the lineup can certainly produce two to three runs a game uh, per start to where he is in line for more wins uh, than maybe even a Brady Singer will be because I think that there's some games where Brady Singer, you know, they might take out the young arm after five innings or after four innings and, and not even get through five innings to qualify for that win to where I think that it can be more dicey for the young arm to get through those five, six, seven innings in time for the Royals to take the lead and to win the game. But I do think that the ERA 
leader and the ERA title for the lowest ERA will be Brady Singer. I think that he'll be sharp this year and be really, really good. I cannot wait to watch Brady Singer pitch this year. I'm so excited, and he's pitching today for the final time in spring training, but I'm so excited to watch him play on Sunday against the Texas Rangers, where I think he's going to carve him up. I think that he's going to have an amazing debut. I think that he'll really shut down the Rangers, and if you want to if you want to get crazy, I think that Sunday in at the home stadium, at Kauffman Stadium with the fans in the stands, I think that on Sunday, on Easter Sunday, he can go out there and do what he did against Cleveland, carry a no-hitter into the sixth, seventh inning, and, and be really, really fun against this bad, bad, bad Rangers lineup. The RBI leader for this team will be Salvador Perez. I think he's going to be in a good spot in the order to where he can just drive in runs nonstop, and he's going to be a big beneficiary of this new lineup. The strikeout leader for the hitters will be Jorge Soler, obviously. But for the pitchers, I'm between Brady Singer and Josh Stalmont. I think that Josh Stalmont has amazing swing and miss stuff, but I think that Brady Singer of course, will get more opportunities per start. This is tough, and I'm going to go with Singer in this one just because he's a starter, but Josh Stallmont will be the best bullpen arm that the Royals have. He'll be someone that the Royals fans want to make into a prominent closer-type, high-leverage type of role for Josh Stallmont. He'll, he is so fun to watch pitch. He's on Pitch Ninja. He's one of the only Royals pitchers that get on Pitch Ninja, uh, really. Uh, so that kind of shows you just how good he is and how funny he is to watch. But that's the Royals awards for me. Who is your Royal Cy Young MVP, Go Gloves, Steal Your Heart Award, Rookie of the Year, Kila Kahui Award? Who, who wins all of your awards for the Kansas City Royals? Let me know on Twitter, at LockedOnRoyals. So coming up, I want to get into the MLB Awards, who I think will take home the actual awards in all of baseball. But first, I want to tell you about your friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a phenomenal protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. And use promo code LOCKED15 and you're going to get 15% off your next order. These Built Bars are incredible. They're protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. They have 100% real chocolate on the outside. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for the keto diet. Try them out today at BuiltBar.com and use them all the time. I mean, for a snack, a meal replacement, anything. These are so filling and so good for you. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15. We'll get 15% off your next order. And listen... It's March. It's March Madness. There's a whole bracket out there right now trying to crown the very best tasting built bar. And the matchup today is between Caramel Brownie and Coconut Brownie Chunk. And Coconut Brownie Chunk is going to run away with this one. It is going to run away with this one. I'm a part of two Locked On group chats Locked On MLB for this Locked On Royal show and Locked On NBA for the Locked On Thunder show. And every single person in each and every group chat says that Coconut Brownie Crunch is their absolute favorite. And you're going to want to trust them on that. You're going to want to trust them on that and go get you some right now and vote on them to advance. They are phenomenal. I love them, and, and they're better, in my opinion, than the candy bar. The, the Coconut Brownie Chunk is better than the candy bar. Amazing stuff. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. You get 15% off your next order. That's BuiltBar.com. BuiltBar.com. Promo code LOCKED15. 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Do not forget to check out Locked on MLB. It's the MLB crossover shows happening right now over at the Locked on MLB podcast. The Locked on MLB divisional previews series continues with the Locked on MLB today. Every episode from now until the 31st will feature an in-depth look at each team in every single division. That's on the Locked on MLB podcast feed right now. Follow Locked on MLB on radio.com app, wherever else you get your podcast from. The AL Central is already up, so you can go listen to that one, uh, and you can listen to every other division as well on the Locked On MLB division page. 
So who will win these MLB awards? We can speed through these real quick to end the show. The AL Cy Young, I have Garrett Cole winning the AL Cy Young. The AL MVP, I have Aaron Judge winning the AL MVP and being just amazing when healthy for the New York Yankees. Rookie of the Year, Bobby Witt Jr., Rookie of the Year. He is on our team. It's Bobby Witt Jr. It'll take home that award because I think he'll be called up at the start of May. At least I hope so anyway. We'll see if that happens or if it doesn't happen. The AL Manager of the Year is Aaron Boone. I think the Yankees will be incredible and they'll be the best team in the AL without question. So whether they run away with the Manager of the Year award for Aaron Boone. Especially now that he has that storyline of the, of the pacemaker and, and he just has gone through a lot this offseason to where he will be the Manager of the Year. The NL Cy Young. Jacob DeGrom is amazing. He's incredible and he should win this award, no question. The MVP. My thing is I think that Juan Soto will be the MVP in terms of stats and in terms of just quality of play. Will they award him? Because I don't think that the Nationals will be that good. I think that in that division, the Nationals will lose a lot and will be at best a third-place team to where will they reward him with an MVP award? They should. He'll be there stat-wise. He'll be there talent-wise. And he's my MVP. But I wonder if the voters will see it the same way. Rookie of the year, I have Key Brian Hayes. He is incredible for the Pirates. He's the only reason to watch the Pirates right now. Check him out whenever the Rose play the Pirates this year. He is awesome. I mean, he's truly awesome. And then the manager of the year, I have Luis Rojas. Because I think that the Mets will be really good this year. I think that the Mets will be a second-place team. And for a New York team to do that and be as good as they need to be in that division to be second-place and to be a wild-card team, he'll win the Manager of the Year award. And we'll have two New York managers as the Managers of the Year. Let me know your preseason awards. On tomorrow's show, we're going to do over-unders. We're going to do season predictions, the best and worst-case scenarios. We're going to do all that fun stuff on tomorrow's show, so be sure to tune in. On Wednesday's show, we're going to have our final crossover with the Chicago White Sox show. On Thursday, we're previewing opening day and the opening series. And on Friday, we're recapping game one of that series and previewing the next two. So it's a loaded week here. We're getting started with baseball season, so tune in right now. Uh, subscribe to Lifetime Royals anywhere you get a podcast from. It's the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals. It's the number one rated podcast about the Kansas City Royals. So subscribe right now anywhere you get your podcast from. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Lockdown Royals.